Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Houndcast. For those of you tuning in today, my name is Justin Dorenzis, and I serve as the Assistant Director of Alumni and Family Engagement here at the university. And today, I am very excited to be having Kylie Mastricola joining us today. Kylie is a member of the class of 2020. Kylie, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. So in starting off, Kylie has a very unique journey post-graduation from Moravian. Today, she's going to be sharing with us a little bit about how she has really built her entrepreneurial business and some of the ways that her Moravian education has led to her success uh, as an entrepreneur. So in first starting out, Kylie, you know, can you just give us a little bit of information about your overall Moravian experience? You know, kind of what drew you to Moravian at first, what you were involved with, and, you know, kind of how your Moravian experience transformed your overall growth. Um, okay, so first, uh, shout out to Abby Haddock. Um, I did an overnight, which if anyone's an athlete looking to potentially go to Moravian, I definitely recommend doing it overnight because that was my pivoting factor and decision maker into choosing Moravian. But yeah, I did an overnight. And honestly, the reason why I fell in love with the school originally was because when I did that overnight, Abby, the girl who hosted me, she knew everyone on campus. And in knowing everyone, she was just like, this is like part of being an athlete. Like, Within being an athlete, like you meet so many other athletes, you meet so many other people, you just are so involved on campus and involved with so many people on campus that you just really know everyone, which was really cool to me. And I was just like, that's a very attractive factor within college, just because I didn't want to go to a college that I, every time I walked out of my dorm room, I didn't know anyone. So that was really why I chose Moravian. And that was comforting to me, along with the fact that I was going for athletics. So I was involved in field hockey at Moravian. I was also in a sorority. And I was also president of Triota, the Women's Honor Society. So that was a huge thing senior year for me. Great, great. And, you know, from your overall involvement and, and growth after, you know, post-graduation, you know, what are you currently involved with today and kind of your, your creating your, your own business and really kind of being a self-entrepreneur? Yeah. So right now I have my boutique. It's called Beauray Boutique. It originally started off as Saks Thrift Avenue, actually. I'm basically a personal shopper for a lot of people. Um, it's like your trendy, sustainable clothing. So it's giving clothing another life that either was kept in a closet, new with tags, or something that was gently used. Just reselling that, give, again, giving it another life, getting it out of the landfills, really keeping that sustainability factor within my business. But I just actually got a storefront, so I now have a physical space, which is super exciting. I'm going into year three of doing this business. I started it my senior year in 2020, in about October. And yeah, now I'm in a physical space. I'm collaborating a lot with a yoga studio who I also am working with, which is really cool. It's cool to work with other business owners and young business owners specifically. Sure. And you learn a lot for sure. So. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking to kind of your startup and, and how you've grown, you know, from when you first sort of had the initial idea and really started to now owning, you know, your own storefront and, and really being in a, in a brick and mortar type of, you know, space. Tell me about, you know, the interview that you had with, you know, CNBC and, and how they approached you, 
regarding your, you know, your unique success? Yeah, so I actually, that interview was from a lady. I also, side note, I do private swim lessons, so, or I used to, I should say, in my backyard. So every summer I was a lifeguard. I then ended up getting my certification to teach private swim lessons. So all summer I would fill my summers teaching private swim lessons, which this lady who I taught her daughter and son actually worked for CNBC. And um, she had always been intrigued by my business. We always kind of talked about it. She saw it grow. I did swim lessons for two years for her. So she saw it in the beginning and then she saw it two years later. So it definitely had flourished into something that she was interested in. I also had been open with her about my journey post-graduation, which was a struggle for me graduating from COVID. I definitely dealt with a lot of just transitioning and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But yeah, so she was intrigued in my story and reached out to me and I think that was in like September, October or something. And just wanted to do a story on just kind of what I started, how I continued to grow my business in COVID when a lot of businesses were shutting down and what my mental health looked like and just things like that. And, you know, I I think you, you bring up something, you know, really unique. And in that time of COVID, I think a lot of individuals and, and not only, you know, students at the time, but just individuals that were in their, you know, careers were really kind of taking some time to really kind of formulate, like, is this the path that I want to be on? And, or is this an opportunity for me to grow into something a little bit different that I haven't been involved with? Um, so I think that's really unique and, you know, specifically with you kind of having this sort of entrepreneurial mindset and, and kind of spirit and growing your, your business. Um, you did not study business here at Moravian, correct? I did not know. I double majored in psychology and women's studies and gender and sexuality. Um, yeah. And then I minored in philosophy. So absolutely nothing to do with business. Like I said, I started in my senior year. So second semester of my senior year, I actually took two business courses because I knew this was the route I wanted to go down. And I was like, okay, I probably need a little bit of experience and just knowledge in business because I really didn't have any other than what I was formulating every day based off my own personal experiences, which again, I couldn't define things that I needed defined in this aspect. That honestly, those two classes, which again, I loved all my classes at Moravian, but those two business classes specifically, I took one with um, Dr. Bardis and then another one with um, Dr. Avell and two unbelievable classes, great professors. I really wish I took more courses with them because they, the insight I got from those two classes was really something I was like, wow, I should have taken more. I can't even imagine what knowledge I would have. Tell me a little bit about when, you know, the time of COVID was, you know, really kind of influential on campus and and around the world, right? How did, you know, COVID kind of keep you grounded? And, you know, what what were some of the effects that you, you know, felt from being in that experience? Yeah, so graduating in 2020 was definitely, again, like I said before, there were many good factors and there were also definitely negative factors. Um, But my business was definitely something that kept me grounded within that and that was such a positive for me. But I also wanted to be transparent with just my mental health. Like it was definitely something I struggled with during that 2020 year and just graduating and being a post-grad, but also just going through the pandemic being my age in that age group in general, I know a lot of people were struggling. And I feel like that it's such an issue in our society that isn't talked about enough and is so stigmatized. I know I don't know when this episode will be released, but yesterday was when the USA model had committed suicide. She jumped off the building. And with that, there were a lot of statistics that came out 
today on the media saying that on January 18th, there were over 50,000 suicides already reported. And that's just reported. That doesn't even include the unreported amounts of suicides that are occurring, um, which is such an issue. And again, being in this pandemic, mental health was an issue as it was. And again, another stigmatized issue. But with the pandemic occurring, it has increased numbers so much. And I just think it's so important to talk about it and just bring it up that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not feel great for a couple of days. Like it's okay to go through things. It's okay to seek counseling and therapy. And it's just important definitely to talk about and to note that, yeah, there are good things that happened. And yeah, there are maybe good things in life that are occurring, but people can still also be struggling. And I just think it's important to bring that up and talk about and not make it as such a stigmatized topic and something that becomes more conversational in society. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, you bring up a good point is seeking those resources and, and finding those resources because it, it is important to, to have those conversations surrounding mental health. And, you know, especially as to your point, the pandemic really, I think, changed a lot of things for a lot of different people and changed the way that people think about things on a daily basis and, you know, within their, their own lives and the things that they're they're going through and they're experiencing. Is there, you know, a situation or experience here at Moravian that, you know, you kind of went through over your four years that you can kind of look back and say that was a really transformational experience for me? Just being involved in athletics, number one, was just a big, like, forming factor to who I am as a person now. Um, just you are involved in so much. You have such a schedule. It's very demanding. And then on top of that, you're just going through four years of a transitional period of your life in that age that you're going through and just new life experiences. So within that, I mean, field hockey, if anyone was involved in field hockey in those four years that... They knew field hockey was a rough transition for four years and now i know they have an amazing coach and they're so successful and i'm so happy for them but during those years that i was involved in field hockey personally we definitely had extreme toxicity that we experienced love my teammates seriously i don't think i would have been able to last those four years without the group of girls that went through that with us sure we had just a really rough environment and i think with that environment and with the staff that we were dealing with being involved on that team there were a lot of conversations that were uncomfortable. There was a lot of controversy, a lot of politics, which I think just gave me insight to how kind of the world works. You know, something may not be right, but it may still happen just because someone that is not higher power may, you know, have that hand over it. Basically, yeah, there were, I dealt with a lot of controversial issues within those four years that, again, left me with uncomfortable conversations, uncomfortable things that when I was, 18, 19 years old, I did not want to do, but because I was on a field hockey team and I was part of this program that, you know, I was in college, I was on my own, I had to make these decisions and have these conversations. And basically that gave insight to my morals and ethics with my business. I want to make everyone always feel comfortable and welcome and in an equal environment and not like they're getting attacked by someone because of some controversial issue that, you know, is going on. I think that's a huge thing too, again, with athletics involving politics, like you have a lot of favoritism. And I think just factors like that, and even going into mental health, like it just, I feel like college is a four years of our life that, you know, are really- They're transitional. Transitional, exactly. Yeah. And they build character and build a lot of things. And if you don't have a great support system, it, you could struggle a lot. So if you are a part of an athletic program, having those coaches is usually like, almost like another parent figure to you in those four years. And right. if you unfortunately are left with a coach that 
doesn't behave that way or doesn't act that way, it again leaves you almost maturing a little bit sooner in areas that you didn't know you really needed to or that right. transforms you into a character that you really didn't realize you would be, but now you're faced with these, you know? These, the, these so. things, absolutely. Well, one of the last questions that, and I think you bring up a good point, you know, in terms of everything that you've kind of experienced at Moravian, the, the positive and, and of course, you know, some of the more challenging aspects. But if there's one thing at Moravian that you would say kind of makes Moravian Moravian, what, what would that be? Oh, that atmosphere, honestly, like in the realm of everything, like the entire atmosphere, whether it's the calf, like the main campus, like wherever you go, I feel like it's just that environment, knowing everyone, it literally feels like you're like in your family's home. Like it's so bizarre, the feeling, it's just so close knit, it's right. so intimate. It's just like nothing you ever experience, honestly. It's just a family feel environment, which is so refreshing and nice to feel when you're on campus. Even coming back, like walking through, like it's like, I'm like, I haven't been here in two years, but it feels like it's been like a day. Right, right. And I mean, especially in your particular situation, you know, with being from the class of 2020 and really having that last semester be kind of non, non-existent non in, in a sense, you know, with the pandemic going on. You know, when you came back for graduation, you know, last May and kind of walked across the stage, like, what was that feeling? Oh my God, it was the best. That weekend was seriously like one of the best weekends. It was just so nice to come back, be able to reconnect. Because I even remember when we left, we were all like, we're coming back. Like, no way are we not going to finish this semester. Like, we were in all such denial, at least my friend group and a lot of seniors I talked to. We were in serious denial that we were going to be home and like home forever. And that was the end of our college experience. So coming back a year later, not only was it just fun to come back a year later, like that's just cool within itself. But to come back after the pandemic, after we all had gone through those months being locked away, like all of that, we all had a, the same experience. We all went through the same thing. So it was interesting to talk to your friends again, see people that you were just acquaintances with and conversations and, you know, see how everyone was doing. Where did people transition from the pandemic? What did they, you know, what route did they go down? I even knew a lot of friends that I personally that went to school for something specific and then could not get a job after graduation in 2020, like right. at least the fake graduation. But, and it was a struggle. And so a lot of people chose different routes and did different things. And which is really cool because I think it gave people new areas to go down that they may have never explored if the pandemic never hit. Like absolutely, as much as the pandemic is a negative factor, there definitely are a lot of positive things that came from it personally for me and experiences that never would have if the pandemic never were to occur. Well, I am, you know, very excited to see what your your business, you know, ends up bringing you over these next couple of months. And, you know, especially with the fact that you've grown it so much over the last two years and finally have a, a brick and mortar location and, you know, can really kind of expand on that. That's really exciting news. And I'm really excited to, to kind of see where your success grows from grows from here. Thank you. I appreciate that. For all of our listeners that are tuning in today, first off, I'd like to thank Kylie again for being on our episode today and make sure that you stay tuned for our next episode coming out. Until then, as always, hound them.